chronic heartburn because it seems that that seems to be in the news. It's commonly believed that heartburn is the result of uh, overeating. Although 116 million Americans may overeat, the size of the meal has no scientific correlation with the frequency of heartburn. And uh, we've got world-class IBS expert Dr. Stephen Wangel with us today. He's going to use his expertise to elaborate on what causes chronic heartburn and what can be done to prevent it. Tell us a little bit about uh, heartburn and, and, and how this all works, my friend. Well, I think when you think about anybody who thinks about heartburn and they think about acid production, the first thing that comes to mind is they say, well, it's assumed that there's too much acid production. And therefore, you've got to take something to to calm that down, to shut it down or to buffer it. And so, of course, there are all these products on the market designed to do that. And the, the strange thing is, is that there's never been any research that showed that there was too much acid production in people with heartburn. And so you have to ask yourself, well, why are they experiencing this sense of too much heartburn, and 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 what can they do about it? And the, the, one of the, the unfortunate things is all of these products that are designed to treat heartburn, like the proton pump inhibitors. These these are things that everybody's heard of, like uh, Nexium and Prilosec and Prevacid. And there's tons and tons of commercials, of course, for these because lots of people suffer from heartburn, so they're making you know all these products and millions of dollars or really billions of dollars selling it. But nobody's designed or nobody should be on these things uh, for very long, even for more than like a week or two. If you just look right in the packaging, right in the container, it'll say don't take this long term. And that's because there are all kinds of potential problems when you start shutting down your stomach acid long term then you don't digest your food well and you don't get your nutrients and minerals out of your food that you should get and then you have a higher risk for all kinds of things including osteoporosis uh, as one of the more obvious ones but risks go up for lots and lots of different health problems the longer you're on these things so there's a a lot of problems with trying to solve solve heartburn that way and and so, of course, we want to talk about maybe what's really going on uh, under the surface there and what else can we do about it. That, 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 is, that is the one thing I do want to cover with you today. We're, we're, we're talking with uh, the good doctor today about fighting against chronic heartburn. Now, how can heartburn disrupt our daily lives, doctor? Well, for people who've had it, I mean, the most obvious thing probably is they're just, they can be really a lot of pain. They can be in a lot of pain and discomfort. And so anytime, no matter what, it hurts. You know, if you smash your finger with a hammer or you sprain your ankle, whatever, that pain is going to distract you from uh, just about anything else. And and that's probably the first thing anybody could tell you that's suffering from it is just it's very distracting. And then it's it's really uh, it's really uncomfortable. I mean, nobody wants acid coming back up from their stomach into their esophagus because then it burns. And if it's all the way up in your mouth, it's worse. And if uh, you're trying to sleep, if you're trying to lay down, that makes it even worse because now it's easier for it. You know, it's coming up maybe when you're standing up, and if you're lying down, then it's just going to easily make its way back up the esophagus. And and uh, and then long term, it's just really bad for you because it increases your risk of esophageal ulcerations and cancer, and and that's just that's obviously not a good thing. Nobody wants that. So doctors say, well, we're just going to shut down your stomach acid, but. But that's not ultimately the best solution because, of course, that leads to other other significant long-term problems. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, nobody is happy as heartburn, but then there are a bazillion products on the market to treat it, and and uh, 
and it's just it's simply not a matter of overeating it's it's a lot more complicated than all that now uh now now doctor what are some of the symptoms of chronic heartburn you know a lot of people confuse it with uh maybe they're having a heart attack because they'll feel pain in the chest and your esophagus is right there in the middle of your chest and so is your heart of course is right there in the same region and you do want to get heart problems ruled out if you have if you've all of a sudden you start experiencing something that you think may be heartburn, maybe it's not. Maybe it's actually a heart condition that you need to get evaluated. So see your doctor and get the two sorted out because they'll be able to clarify that for you and say, no, it's not. It's it's just heartburn, I guess. And that would be, I guess that's better than having heart disease or heart attack. That uh, too. But then we got to figure out you know, what's going on with the, uh, the, the heartburn issue. We've got the good doctor with us today. He joins us here on our broadcast, as he does each and every Monday, to uh, talk about some of the uh, some of the different health issues uh, going on in the world. And uh, he he is an expert on uh, on IBS. Uh, get more information on uh, on his website. He's also uh, a world class expert on IBS, licensed, board certified doctor as well. And he's with us today here on our broadcast. What kind of treatment does chronic heartburn patients need to keep it under? control well what we want to do is try to figure out what the trigger is because what heartburn is is that it's an irritation something's irritating your digestive tract because your stomach's part of your digestive tract your esophagus is part of your digestive tract something's irritating you and causing that acid that stomach to for stuff to come back up and there's a reason for that either you're eating something that your body doesn't really like and there's not one magical thing that will do this. It could be any food. I mean, it'll depend on the person. So some, for some people, they might have, for example, dairy that causes heartburn, and others might have gluten that causes heartburn, and it could be any variety of foods if that just has to be something that your body rejects. But when I, when I think of heartburn, I think of it like another part, this area of the digestive tract is, a, is just like any other part of the digestive tract. Something's inflaming and irritating that area, and causing it not to work properly. So there are products that you could take to try to soothe it, but you're still not addressing the cause. And there are all kinds of things that will help soothe the digestive tract that you can buy over the counter and uh, and try to ease things, but they're not really curing the problem unless you figure out what the trigger is. You can also even have, you could have bacterial problems in the digestive tract that lead to heartburn or yeast problems in the digestive tract that lead to heartburn. And what we see when we're treating IBS is a lot of our patients will also have heartburn, but in the process of treating their digestion and improving their digestive system, the heartburn often goes away right along with the, the IBS, with the irritable bowel syndrome. And, and that's one of the, uh, the neat things that happens is once we figure out whatever the trigger is for that irritation in the digestive tract, we can get it all to calm down and start to heal up. And then hopefully they can do things like actually lie down without having their bed propped up or having their head on a pillow or sleeping in a chair. You know, we see all kinds of things like that. Um, and it, it's also interesting that that it probably, it often has more to do with low stomach acid than too much stomach acid. And that's one of the sort of contradictions, of things that don't make sense to everybody. They think, well, how can that be? But your esophagus, is responding to acid. It, normally it will close down, the lower esophageal sphincter will close when you eat something because acid production will kick in. 
yeah. and, and the esophagus will close off. So it won't. So acid cannot reflux. But if you're not producing enough acid, it actually won't close down. And therefore, what little acid you produce is refluxing and actually feels like you have too much when maybe you have too little. And that's, that's another problem that we see in people with heartburn and reflux. We've got uh, the good doctor with us today. Dr. Wenja, before we let you go, how do we uh, get a hold of you online and, uh, and get more information on your books and everything else? Yeah, if anybody would like to know more about what we do and how we help people, our website can be found at ibstreatmentcenter.com. And uh, there's a wealth of information there. And, and if people have questions, I encourage them to call us, uh, and we'll be happy to uh, answer their questions. Well, good stuff, my friend. I appreciate it, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, my friend. All right. Appreciate Thank it. You. Thank you much. We're going to take a time out. Music Monday on the way. 